Podcast crown sign RTCO at run RTCO run the clock out Discord channel Twitter Instagram all of that you know welcome back we're here Fuck. I gotta turn Mr Ross up whatever day it is when you when you're listening to this could be a Monday could be a Wednesday could be a Saturday. Whatever day when you're listening, happy day to you. Thanks. Thanks for those kind words. Appreciate it. Um, as you all may know, we're taking a little little vacation because it's well needed. We've been recording hard, strong, and long, and uh, sometimes you need a break, um, which is why you didn't get a pod last week. But we are back. I am back after a much needed rest. Hence, and um, it's been a lot of shit going on since we last potted. As you may recall, I gotta roll up while I, while I reminisce. But um, how's it going? It's going good, man. Chicago finally had what I feel like. Uh, a glimpse of summer weather the other day. It was like 86 degrees. I was oh, outside. A real glimpse. Shorts. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is nice. And then, you know, with the warm weather, you know, people come outside and it felt good. It felt like summertime shy was approaching. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's that just gets everyone in a positive mood. You know, you know, the weather popping when every meeting at work when there's a dead space or a dry moment, people just bring up the weather and it just illuminates the Zoom call. <laughs> That's true. That doesn't happen to you? That's true. I, I can see what you mean because I definitely had a better attitude than today, uh, yesterday. Um, I could definitely see that. That's a good point. Well, you had a better attitude today? Attitude. Because the weather? Yeah, I didn't realize that I, I was... I was prepared to go to work, but I didn't realize how like uh, I was in a in a happy mood about being there, even though I was doing my work. Until someone was like, "Yeah, it's gonna uh, it's gonna rain and shit." And it was just really nice yesterday. I'm like, "Yeah, that's why I'm feeling like this." But uh, yeah, this fucking cold sucks. It's cold as fuck. <laughs> It is freezing. Oh man! I think like right when it got dark yesterday, it was just cold as fuck. Quickly, my audio just went in and out. I don't know what's going on. Can you hear me? Yep, I can hear you. I don't know about the listeners, but shout out to listeners. My fault, y'all. Rolling out right now. All across the world, you know our international fans who love you most. That was a key part. Sorry for the. For the delay, for the absence, there might be a few more absences. We back. But make sure you get your fucking pod. <clears throat> Quick shout out to the fans. You know, we, we just busy, man. We we, we elevate. Don't worry, we we gearing up for for evolution. 
you know, like when Pokemon's involved to the, the when they level up, that's what we doing. We leveling up. You know what? Since OG isn't here, oh shit! Hold up. <laughs> Since this nigga isn't here, uh oh. Fuck. That wasn't nothing but a lot of pie shit. Uh, my computer's about to die, but I saved it. Um, we should just do a quick recap of Snowfall since season four is over. And season five is coming soon. Let's do that. Let's do that. I like that. Whether, whether it be improv, improv, improvisational. <laughs> oh, I had Why shit. Why am I choosing these hard words to say? Well, it's good. That means you've been reading. Uh, I got shit, but I just think, you know, we never really get to Snowfall, and I really got a lot to, lot to say about it. I feel, as a, as a day well, one dedicated so cool, man. What are, what are your biggest takeaways? What's okay, biggest we could do takeaway a takeaway from, from the entire season. My takeaway is that... Um, this season was not as good or suspenseful. I mean, be, be suspenseful, be suspense as suspenseful as past seasons. Uh, obviously, due to the death of uh, Mr. Singletary, and you can really see it this season. And I feel like they uh, it kind of made it too predictable. Like I feel like the season started off mm-hmm. And you like You kind of had a feeling like Damn Franklin can die at any time And then it got to a point where it's like Franklin's never gonna die Or like nothing bad is gonna happen to this guy <laughs> Ever um, uh, yeah. I thought I that I wouldn't say ever But Yeah not ever but I thought something He's like super untouchable Yeah you thought I mean you thought something was gonna happen Whereas it was gonna have a big impact That impacted the rest of the season I think When the season first started um, It started off with a bang Because one They gave us two episodes in one night and there was a lot of action in those two. I don't think they should have done that. It kind of fell off. It was like it was like uh it was like starting on a roller coaster, um, and you already starting downhill, going down really fast, and then it kinda like slowed down and made uh what do you call it? They uh they drew things out longer than what I personally would have uh, liked them to do. Exactly. And, like I felt like it was three it was three episodes in a row where the biggest underlying um conflict or issue was whether or not Franklin was gonna kill Leon. And he did it. Uh and he saved him, but it was like this was like the biggest underlying thing and they drew that out. And then uh like I I get what you're saying when it comes to like just being predictable. We knew the reporter was gonna eventually die. Exactly. She was just snooping around and doing too much 
we knew he uh, had to kill his dad. And, but I like how they did it in, the, in, in that regard because it was obvious he was going to have to kill his dad because he was fucking up. But the way they did it, it's uh, it was pretty cool because without... We can get into it without... I guess, I guess spoiler alert, spoiler alert, but... No, you, you should have seen it by Franklin, now. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Franklin knew he was... Uh, his dad was uh, that Reed was going to kill his dad. That's what I'm saying. Uh, when he went on that plane, exactly. Like he knew that was going to happen. So I like that part how they played that because that you was think that was planned in the sense when you're watching it. When you well, hold on, go ahead. No, no, out of so I think what was planned. You th- you you think that that was actually part of the plan of them getting on the plane was Reed Reed coming to kill him. You don't think that he really thought. His parents would be safe, or like they, it was over for them, like that. Nah, I think I think Franklin' mom and Franklin knew that they that Alton was had to be killed. I think um, Franklin probably would have killed his dad if his mom didn't come with him, and it was just Reed. But then again, with them showing the history and how his dad was. Um, you know, a Black Panther and taught Franklin how to stand up for what he believed and stand up for Black power and how he don't need to pledge allegiance and how since he, his dad told him he couldn't pledge allegiance and the school refused to, uh, like, allow him to do that. Mm-hmm. His dad removed him from the school, even though Franklin wanted to be in the school. It kind of showed their relationship, whereas his dad had a set of ide- ideologies and beliefs that he went hard for. And Franklin was a product. And Franklin mentioned out on being removed from school and not having like a normal education like others. That was, it was a product of that. And I think that kind of strained their relationship. So it kind of under it kind of explained their relationship and how it was kind of a love-hate type of thing. Like, he loved his dad for uh, his beliefs and what he done, but he also fucking hated his dad for some of the things he'd done uh, and, you know, the things that they've experienced together. But, uh, yeah, I felt like his mom definitely knew. Like, she fucking left the crib in the morning since she was just going to the market. She'll be gone for a few hours. And then right after she leaves, Reed just pops up. <laughs> like, come on now. Okay. It, I w- it was definitely a setup. I wasn't and looking at it like you could that. Tell, okay. You could tell, you could tell, like, when they, because you know how they, they, they uh, rebroadcast the episode after um, they aired. So I caught the second one. In the scene, like when they're leaving, they head to Cuba. Did I say the Bahamas? I meant to no, say Cuba. I said say Cuba. Yeah, when they left the Cuba, um, Franklin like hugged his mom for a long ass time. Right. And I felt like that that hug was sentimental because he knew what had to be done, and she knew what had to be done as well. And they knew that Alton wasn't gonna. You know, they they knew they weren't gonna be happy ever after in Cuba. Like she was like, "I'll be back." Uh, and I forgot the exact words, but they knew that, like, you know, we gonna take care of this. Let your dad go, kind of peacefully, and we'll be back to business. 
See, I was thinking that maybe maybe it was like a dream situation or maybe like Reed didn't kill him at the end or I don't know. Uh, but the, I have heard the theory that it was a setup, which I think is very true. Um, for Alton to be killed, what black man gets to gets to get, get away from crime? You thought it was a dream? Come on, this nigga like a dream scenario. Well, look how they did Franklin shot scene. Yeah, but that's Franklin. Franklin is the main character. It's just his dad. Well, then another. I think what? What was interesting to me? And I think they do this, and then they make it seem like, oh, this is what this is how next season gonna be, and then they probably come out with a couple of episodes, and um, things are all good and back to normal. But you know how Franklin Unk and uh, what's her name are like branching out, doing their own thing, but they still gonna keep Franklin as the plug, the supplier. Right. I feel like that was like the. You know, the big jaw drop of the end of the season. Everyone that Franklin uh, brought in to help build this empire is now turning their back on him because they're tired of following directions from Franklin and now they want to do things their way. So I feel like it's going to be those, it's going to be next season, next couple of episodes, is going to be about all the people that try, trying to do their own thing and then realize they need Franklin's leadership because he's just good at what he does. And they'll be back together as one happy family. I think that's just going to be like the premise for next season. Okay. I think... Um we kind of jumping around, but okay, I do like that. I do like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, we are jumping around, but go ahead. Uh, well, we're doing takeaways from the whole whole entire season. Yeah. Well, okay, so this season I was expecting. I thought one of the the focal points because this this show was intended to explain the crack epidemic and how it occurred starting in South Central Los Angeles funded by the CIA and the uh, Nicaraguan War I thought they were going to focus on like how the gangs developed and they did they they did it very subtly they never really said that they were bloods and crips I think they might have mentioned it a few times you obviously knew yeah, that's a good point. They didn't really. They kind of, kind of glossed over that. But and part of me wish they had more, more of uh, Stacy's character. Like I felt like he was very prominent in the beginning of the season, and then his character kind of faded off and fell off. He kind of get got soft, and then yeah, kind of went crazy. That's what everyone's saying. He got soft, which, which was which was cool. But I wish. In that transition where he got soft, they could have made it a little bit more dramatic and he could have well, did some more crazy shit before he got to that. Exactly, because him getting soft was a result of him what he felt was God punishing him for him killing that dude on the cross. But then it's mm-hmm. like... But then he was still down... Well, I guess he had to be down to kill Leon and shit. But they... Yeah, they could have made him like... They could have developed that. I don't that know. He, he, yeah, he, he could have done a lot more because his character was really one of the uh, 
most interesting things. Like his character development was really one of the things I was looking forward to watching. Uh, every episode dropped, and then it just felt like the first three, four episodes he played a big role, and then kind of fell off. And his uh, his girl kind of took over for a little bit, but even her shit was kind of weak. It wasn't that part was like how practical is this? Like they got two exactly. I'm just killing niggas but hey like a lot, they caught a lot of flack with that because especially when they caught, when they killed Fat Fat it just didn't seem practical like they, it made sense that she would want to take her anger out on him but the yeah. but the the, the, the killings don't don't match what we know about Los Angeles. They're like fucking butchering people. They're not. There was no drive bys. There were no like a bunch of niggas shooting at. I guess they had that at the very beginning, but they got out of that like the gang yeah. like warfare pretty quickly. And then you end yeah. up killing all the gang leaders. You you literally kill all your enemies this season. So. Or at least the street, the black ones. So I was thinking, well, that's kind of dumb. Like, if, you know, it's Bloods and Cribs and you kill both the leaders, and like, but then I'm like, oh, well, that, I guess well, that kind of. There's going to be new leaders. That's, it's going to lead to. New leaders that step up. Yeah, it's going to explain how it became so chaotic because you killed the leadership and like niggas now going right. to do their own thing. And they kind of they kind of gloss over that with Unk when he paid his uh, respect and dues when Fatback got killed and they went back to the crib set and was like we got to make things right and they like did like a little cookout block party whatever and oh, did yeah. some other shit that just you know in, increased the morale because it was kind of down and fucked up because all these all they niggas was dying and they didn't really had no no work and they weren't really booming like that but. Yeah, I wish they did. I wish they would have kind of, you know, got into that a little bit more on on an analytical uh, perspective. But uh, still a good, still a good season. And then I don't. I also thought it was super weird. Like, okay, Ocho, also, also, not Ocho, also. Mm, I'm glad you brought him. I feel like they got him on some like. He went from being a drunk ass wrestler to being a hitman to being a coke runner, and now he's doing like James Bond hit missions on fucking police niggas in mansions and carving shit in their head, and he's getting like files from the CIA, and it's like I don't really get his angle anymore. And, yeah, and is he gonna is he gonna get in as much trouble as Franklin and his family and his niggas? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like his character development he is all over the place. Like you said, he's been a drunk wrestler to like a security guard to okay, he's a drug dealer to now he's security for uh, the CIA or one of his. Um, main accomplices to now he's working with the CIA and the CIA is approaching him more so than they're approaching actual fucking Reed Thompson. Right. And, and now he's getting fouls and getting uh, requests still for investigations. Like he found his long lost Wait, wait, girl. wait, wait. This is another thing. Wait, wait. That's how we're going to end what? it. 
we're gonna end it with that, and we're gonna end it with Franklin. That was my takeaway. Like I was like, where have she been the whole entire fucking season? They just gave two seasons. Two seasons, man. Yup. I knew she couldn't get to that, but yeah. Also, is 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 very weird. I don't know. I don't really like. I'm not liking his character anymore. We're gonna see what. I feel like now it's gonna switch from them being so focused on the black hood. Now it's gonna be about him, him, and what we'll talk about in a second. Um, That's another thing. Like remember, it was a territorial thing with Mexican and, and black. They kind of went away from that angle. I think they're gonna go away from mm-hmm. the black community total. I think it's gonna be focused on the Mexicans and the CIA. Uh, I don't think they're gonna go away from the black community. I think what they're gonna focus it's gonna be on, on Franklin. Expansion. It's gonna okay. be how Franklin took the shit across the country. I want to see how them cousins doing and uh, where they was at. Exactly, Ar- Arkansas, Little Rock. Yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to see how them cousins doing in Little Rock. Cause that one cousin, you already knew shit was going to end bad for him. Yeah, we need an update. I hope I was hoping to get an update before the season ended, man. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, because you know that's that's Uncle that's Uncle uh people. So that's probably no, it ain't. That's now. what you call it. That's the wife. Who? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Aunt, them, and, and the wife, they together. They oh, I see them. what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Yeah, so I'm saying when they were expanding, originally they were expanding under Franklin's umbrella. Now they're expanding on their own. Is that Franklin's uh, territory or is that Unc's them territory? Because that was, uh, what's her name? My dad, Claudette? That was Claudette's uh, family. Claudette. What's her name? What's Aunt Girl name? Where you get Claudette from? I'm forgetting her name right now, but it's definitely not Claudette. Oh, that's it. The one that got shot in the stomach. Yeah, yeah. You sure it's not? It's not Claudette. I can tell you that. It's not even close to that. I feel like it starts with a C or an A. What's up, man? Moving on. What else you trying to, trying you still to recap? The, the, oh, another thing. I loved the character, the development on Reed. I thought it was great. I thought uh, her name was Louie. <laughs> Fuck. Louie. <laughs> God damn. I think, Claude, I think Claudette was the bitch she used to fuck with. <laughs> Right It's not They had the club <laughs> No But Reed Who I'm glad that they We always knew his background But we've never seen his emotions We got to see Cry and shit A girl beat yeah, his ass his With a rock Brother died His dad said You don't have to call me anymore He gets yeah, fired from the died. CIA And that shit happened that was some real good, uh, you know, character development acting and just a reality of how this shit affected everyone. Like, of course, he, what he did and how he ruined uh, black communities uh, for years on out and how he just ruined the trajectory of black communities. Yeah, that was evil and fucked up. But he was essentially just a, uh, you know, 
a piece to the puzzle. And the bigger, the biggest puzzle was that the CIA were, were the people above him were giving him the resources and allowing him to do this because they were the ones that had this idea of propaganda in place to, you know, fund the war or whatever. And <clears throat> so when he was talking with Franklin Dad and they were having that, you know, dialogue about how the CIA, the American government is destroying our own black people. And he was like, listen, dude, all of that shit about uh, what what was the, the term geo geopolitics and all that. He's like, all of those things are just ideas. I'm just a human. I'm just someone who's just doing following orders. Even though he kind of like minimized the impact and the role he played, it was still kind of like true in a sense. You get what I'm saying? Like he was just a piece. At the end right. of the day, he's not the only one that uh, that did this. He's not the only enemy, and he isn't the biggest enemy. The bigger enemy is the people above his pay grade. Well, I was going to mention that. I thought that Reed was a uh, his. His ability to be I don't want to say Two-sided Very chameleon-like Like the way that he Oh could yeah, just, that's some CIA shit Yeah, I think that That's, that's it's, it's a great way To show someone How easy it is To get caught up Or manipulated And be involved With some shit like this On all yeah, sides when his brother died, and you know the reason why his brother died. Remember when he was flying? Yeah, he, he got was, the uh, helping. He got caught up with those dudes, and they made him sniff coke the coke until he fucking passed out. And he fucking what did he die of? What was the cause of death? Whatever it was, it was related it's a heart attack. To that, that event. Yeah, it was related to him doing too much. Like he never was the same after that. And they brought it. They made a point in the in the show to. Say like yeah, his brother never recovered. Like he went back to Boston, and we ain't never hear from him again. Next thing we know, he passed away. Oh, that's what happened. Then Reed didn't know about it until after the funeral, and that's what really fucked him up and spiraled him down to this path of just drinking and not giving a fuck. And that's how Esso had to step up and try to like wheel him back in. But at that point, it was kind of too late, I guess, because shit was falling apart. And Franklin Dad, he was fucking shit up. I thought that... Uh, I I was thinking that they would have... I guess it's still kind of early in the crack epidemic, but I thought they would have got a little more graphic with, like... I mean, they kind of did with, like, the dad dying outside the shelter. I thought they would have, like, mm-hmm. been showing people, like... Kind of like a New Jack City kind of vibe. A little more grittier. Um, so then let's just let's just wrap it up on the 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 most the two most prominent scenes, which was uh, we also finds out that Lucinda is still alive. He gets a foul from the the CIA officer comes and bring him a foul personally. And uh, and then he also doesn't even say a word from him, just tell him to drop it on the table and get the fuck out. Right. And then uh, so he, he, he finds out she's alive, but we don't know 
He's going to pursue her. We don't know what's all in the file. But I'm very glad that my girl is alive because she was fucking dope. You know, they had to turn her to a rat. Uh, you may recall. Wait, she, you sure she turned into a rat? She she was caught. She got caught. What It was when, it was like... Uh, I really don't remember her getting caught. I remember her. Like, oh, it's away. because her cousin, her cousin, sorry, her cousin was a rat first. Her cousin right. brought the cop in. The she found out that, that what it was, but she was already she already sold her the shit. That's why they had to kill her. But she, uh, I think she made a deal with them to to get away. Uh, I thought like right. That's why I said like after they killed the the agent, the CIA agent. They killed the cousin. DA agent. They killed after they killed the cousin. Yeah, I know. After they killed the the, the snitching cousin, then they killed her. Then I felt like she just disappeared. Like she She went under the radar. (laughs) But now you got me thinking maybe she did cut a deal with the CIA or DEA. And I just missed that. I think it was when the they warehouse got raided. I think that's how that woman died. They shot her in the back of the head when uh, they kept ra- raiding that warehouse where they was getting the coke. And she was working with that one lady. Uh-oh. That was back in season one or two. Last last prominent scene was when the reunion of Franklin and Mel. Franklin flies down to wherever fuck Mel is, walks up on her, let her know that, hey, bitch, I heard you been running your fucking mouth. You making shit hard for me and mine. I will fuck you up if you keep this shit up. And you lucky I don't kill you the fuck now. And then she asked him, she it was all spooked and shit. She asked him, can you at least admit that you killed my daddy so I'm not, so I admit that I'm crazy? And Franklin just... Bitch, is you stupid? And then we just seen the mighty Franklin Saint stop or walks away, stop, hangs his fucking cane up, and walks away like the fucking original Franklin Saint that we always knew. He, someone was, I, I think it was, I think I was watching obviously JBP, but they were like, yo, this nigga had faked the limp in the shootout and everything to fight with, with, with his uncle. He kept the fucking limp the entire time and then just walked off like that. Man, that's what great actors do, right? That's what... Well, he, he went to school for this shit. What does it mean, My, though? What does it mean that he faked this injury this whole time? You think he faked the injury, or he just realized he didn't need it no more after that whole, you know, episode one through episode ten was still part of his recovery, rehabilitating process, so... When was um, he rehab- I don't rehabilitating? Think he, I, don't think, I don't think he was faking. I don't think he was faking. I think... He just came to a point where he realized, like, I don't need this shit no more. I've been walking fine. And I think part of the reason is that
why does he have to pay for certain things or why is it his fault or why, why isn't the company not trying to make this better? And then uh, the questions came quickly and intensely and the gentleman got overwhelmed I guess And then fucking Tweaked out And started hitting himself And then Smashed his head Into the computer so, One question Yeah I saw in the comments That he called him uh, A Excuse my language You know We gotta be sensitive now Retard You know We gotta respect people No he called him a faggot No Was, the, did, he, did he call him that in the video The gentleman Never disrespected him Other than Just being aggressive in the video In the video He never called him a name He said this so, is the kind of people That that they allow to work here But he never said like You are a name So supposedly they said Buddy responded in a reddit form And said that yeah that's me in the video And uh, I've now moved on And I don't I no longer work there The video's old But uh, yeah that dude uh, was a five-five ball-headed midget, not midget, but he called him something to make fun of his height. And that he was ball-headed, and said that uh, he he has this mental um, bipolar, some some other disability or diagnosis that he mentioned. But I'm saying all that to say that shit was probably made up anyway because it's the internet and motherfuckers just be making up shit. Right. You know, why is he making? Really on that Why is he calling the I'm guy names? Yeah. But uh, uh. So basically, they're yeah, they were getting on Freddie Gibbs for posting it, and all Freddie Gibbs said was, "Please make sure it does, or like make sure this guy doesn't have a gun." And he put prayer hands, and then people. I don't think this is what I. This is why I don't really like. Interacting on Twitter Is I feel like people That responded to Freddie Gibbs Are like Bots Are not real people Cause they're like You're an asshole You You don't know What's going Most on just, I think they're trolls Like But I don't think They're, they're even real trolls. people Though I feel like you If he were to He did respond to some, some of them things, But some it's of them like are. No one got this mad Over that fucking video No one is Making fun of mental illness Or no one even Went that far And so It's a fucking freak out video Like damn dude You didn't yeah, have to go that some far people, some, people, some people can relate to that And probably have those experiences Oh I'm sure Something similar And wanted to comment about it So if you're so sure of that Then you gotta be You gotta know that Some of those comments would Not just by bot nah. The shit that don't make sense But enough mind, but this shit. It offended enough people For him to be trending And for this to be a thing I think it's Like you gotta understand Freddie Gibbs um, Social media accounts Like this nigga always Tweeting or uh, Retweeting videos Exactly Of people doing dumb shit Exactly or Retarded Or something crazy Happening Like I don't want to Keep doing these times But it's always something And he just adds His own commentary To it So So For some people To get offensive Off of one particular Video that he does It's just funny Because He's not gonna Break form He's still gonna be Freddie Gibbs And comment on that shit But it's to him To keep going <laughs> To motherfuckers In the comments 
that shit is comedic gold. It's kind of like, if you enjoy Kevin Durant and Michael Rappaport going back, you want to enjoy the shit that Freddie Gibbs <laughs> saying to these motherfuckers. For sure. I would agree with that. But he, but he does that all the time. Like, even when these academics are going back and forth with this movie, yeah. That that was some funny shit That definitely was funny But I don't know It was just something interesting Cause I definitely was like Damn That that dude freaked the fuck out I mean I guess I I wouldn't have caved in like that But I could definitely see why someone would For sure But I'm like Fuck Poor dude But he Seems like he's doing better Bigger and better things now But uh Yeah that's how I wanted to end it Oh damn I didn't want to Click on this song. Yeah, it's a wrap. Make sure y'all keep reading. Read, do you, DD. You trying to make some money. And, uh, drink some water because I haven't. You said what? Listen to Larry June. I need a dope pip. I was on some broke shit. A nigga was a pope pimp. Pimp and die. Nigga, let me use a pope shit. A nigga might as well kill his motherfucker self. It's a suicide. Got a jiggle, let it rip. Nigga, hopped up. So I had a double back. Get him two times. Do you want a solo right now? Oh, I'm just saying. Continue. Because you was just saying a lot of stuff. And, I, and okay. All he said was good stuff, I guess. <laughs> this has been another episode of Run the Clock Out Podcast. Pound sign RTCO at Run RTCO. Uh, make sure you comment, like, subscribe, Instagram, Twitter, Apple. Um, there's going to be some changes to Apple. We're going to have to subscribe to Apple for podcasts. And then we might can make some money. So make sure you tell people to subscribe, like, Instagram, Twitter, comments, all of that stuff, please. Uh, listen on Anchor. Nope. I, maybe it's like certain ones, but no, it's a way for podcasters to make money. Supposedly. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, tune in next week. We have more for you. I think I'll be here. And uh, peace out. No white man gonna say.